Hello, and welcome to the Beyond Borders podcast, the podcast that explores topics related to international trade. This podcast is brought to you by Buckland. For over 70 years, Buckland has been working to help companies across the world experience global trade in a better way. As a customer-focused company, we provide you with a single source of unmatched customs brokerage, trade managed solutions, freight forwarding, trade technologies, and warehousing and distribution services. I'm your host, Jenny Kaus, and today I'm speaking with our very special guest, Michelle Snyder. Michelle is Buckland's Director of Compliance and Consulting and has been with Buckland for three years, and she has two decades of experience in international trade. Michelle has a depth of knowledge in customs regulations, trade compliance, supply chain management, and international logistics. Michelle, thank you for joining us today to discuss compliance. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So today we're discussing compliance, and I'm wondering if you can kind of start at the beginning and explain to us what it means uh, to be compliant. Well, in general... um the idea of being compliant is, is really just exercising um, due diligence and reasonable care and, and demonstrating that you are observing the laws and regulations that govern your international business. Great. And I guess the flip side of this, if that's what that means to be compliant, what are the risks of not being compliant? Uh, yes, it depends on, of course, you know, where those areas are, are demonstrated that you're, you're failing um, and, and who's observing them. But in essence, it, it could it could result in shipments being detained at the border, uh, increased inspections, disruption in the supply chain, which could possibly uh, result in chargebacks from your from your customers. Um, it could even lead up to fines and penalties, and ultimately, um, well, maybe not ultimately, but it definitely does have an impact on your reputation and and how you are able to retain or um, receive new contracts. Great. And I would imagine for um, most companies, the threat of penalties would be a pretty big driver on why they would want to stay compliant. Oh, absolutely. Um, and <laughs> we generally see that it's that threat that is what you know prompts them to, to seek outside counsel. Absolutely. And so that outside counsel is something that Buckland provides? Absolutely. Great. And so if my understanding is correct, Buckland offers, we have a whole compliance department that offers a range of services. Um, can you kind of give us a high level what those services are? Oh, absolutely. Um, so we do focus more on our core competencies right now. Those We call them the three pillars of compliance, and, okay. and what we focus on is the classification, uh, the HS codes, um, which really, to me, in my opinion, is the, the cornerstone of any compliance program because it really is the driving force for, for the remaining, which would be qualification for FTAs, which is uh, free trade agreements. Okay. Um, customers would want to pursue free trade agreements to seek preferential treatment and avoid duty spend uh, on imports or pass that along to their customers. Mm-hmm. And then the third pillar, of course, would be solicitation. Uh, and that's generally needed either for border cross parts uh, to save money at the border at the time of entry or for the qualification purposes um, that they're, that they're you know, spending for their own program or for their customers. Great. Thank you. So now that we have an understanding of what services are available, uh, why would a, a business out there want to solicit these services from us? 
Well, generally speaking, um, we do see a trend in the industry that they they you know don't don't necessarily have a budget for this, and they they want to bring these this type of work in house for compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is is that along with that expectation, um, there's no real dedication to those to those. Um, job functions within a, a company, not not normally. So with that, there's no training, there's no experience or expertise that's really provided with that, um, which can cause problems in terms of, re, you know, exercising reasonable care and due diligence. The benefit of outsourcing that is that you, you are receiving um, advice, professional advice from people that have years of experience, that is, you know, dedicated training, um, you know, this is what we do. This is what we do all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And just outsourcing that work does exercise a level of reasonable care and due diligence. Um, if, if customers was to come in and look at you, um, you can you can show that you are doing everything that you can going above and beyond by contracting out with a, a professional Absolutely. to, you know, draft procedures and, and, you know, do all of the things that you need to do. Absolutely. So if someone is looking for, uh, to hire someone uh, like such as a customs broker or a trade compliance company to handle these types of services for them, um, and we were talking about Buckland, what is it that makes Buckland's services different? Well, one of the things that Buckland prides ourselves on, and I truly believe, is that, you know, we go above and beyond in customer service. We, we, we really, truly look to build the relationship first. We're not looking to just offer serv- any of the services that we offer if they don't make sense for our mm-hmm. customers. Um, we want to work with them. We want to build synergies. Um, you know, we want to review their, their programs and, and, and find opportunities that they haven't, they haven't been able to find on their own. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that is definitely something that you know, helps us stand out from the rest is because it's truly relationship based. Mm-hmm. And I think what I've seen from my prior conversations on the last two podcasts as well is uh, Buckland is really a trusted partner is the real message that I'm seeing. And there, uh, when someone brings Buckland on board as a service provider, they're getting a trusted partner, not just another service provider. It's someone that they can trust and go to with their questions who they know has expertise. Absolutely. I, I agree with that 100%. It, the focus truly is on partnership. Excellent. Uh, so in talking about those three areas, we touched on the, the three areas that Buckland can provide assistance with. Um, now I'm hoping that what we can do is kind of go in depth a little bit more in each one of those. And the first one that I'm hoping we can talk about is classification. So can you offer a bit of an overview of classification? Uh, yeah, generally, uh, classification, it's its basically an assignment of a number from a harmonized tariff schedule to a product. Um, that that number is what drives whatever duty rate, um, based on whatever country, is going to be applied at the time of entry. Um, our department uh, classifies for multiple countries, and um, even though it's a harmonized system, there are variances. There's uh, differences in interpretation from country to country. Okay. Generally speaking, they're relatively consistent, okay. but they can be different. Um, and that's where our expertise comes in, in, in to benefit our customers as well, is that we will, uh, you know, we'll draft rulings if, if that's what's necessary, and we'll provide very in-depth audit trails that will support them under any scrutiny from customs whatsoever. And in in Primarily in Canada, Mexico, and U.S. is where we are most heavily focused right now, but it really can be anywhere that is wow. needed. 
So every country has their own kind of set of these tariff numbers that you will apply goods to. Absolutely. Well, again, it, it does try to align with the harmonized system, yeah. but I, I focus on the try because obviously every country has their own interpretation of those, those regulations. Sure. Okay. Great. Thank you. You mentioned that classification is the cornerstone of the other functions. Where would those be impacted? Um, well, yes. So while HTS determines a duty rate applied at import, it's it's also um, it, it's a driving force for other special projects um, or PGAs or OGAs. And what's like PGA? That. Partner government agencies. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I'm just I'm actually looking here at my um, common logistics acronyms cheat sheet. Um, and that is something, if you don't mind me interrupting, um, mm-hmm. just for our listeners, that's something that's available on the learning section of our website because there are so many acronyms in this industry and it's something that I've had to heavily rely on uh, as I build my understanding of this industry. So feel free to visit the learning guide section of buckland.com to download your own copy of the logistics uh, common acronyms guide to decode a lot of the uh, terms that you might hear on this podcast today. So sorry to interrupt with that but I just wanted to provide that resource to our listeners. No thank you. Um, it, uh, it also is a, a driving factor, a significant driving factor for the FTA uh, eligibility determinations. Oh, okay. Which is, of, of course, another area of, of um, focus that we have within our group, and I'll touch on that in, in just a minute. Great. I do want to make mention, if I can, though, that one of the things that Buckland has, um, that may also be unique to, to um, other companies when considering Buckland for its services is we do have a homegrown custom software that we built. It's called the Gateway. Oh, wow. And uh, what we do is we store all of the um, classification determinations that we've been responsible for making for our customers. And along with that, we store the, the full audit trail. Wow. And we keep the history, so as things change, you can go back at any given time, which is very beneficial to our customers as, you know, you might have some change to your part mid-year, and customs might ask you for a verification review, and they want to check a classification that's changed, and, and you have that audit trail from the history back from, say, January, right. and maybe it's changed in June. So wow. um, it, it's a great feature, and it's accessible through the web portal to all of our customers, so they can go on, and they can look at all of the work that we performed. And, um, and, and it also speaks directly to our operations group, and, and we provide uh, daily feeds from all of the work that we perform, any classifications to our operations group, and we actually provide it to outside customers as well. Oh, that's a great value add for our, our customers, for sure, to Absolutely. have that available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that helps us understand kind of um, the classification part of things. The next one that I would like to talk about is the free trade agreement qualification. Um, can you give us an overview of qualification? Yeah, uh, so obviously our customers would um, prefer to pay as little duty as possible, which Absolutely. is why they pursue the uh, opportunity to try to qualify for a free trade agreement. And free um, trade agreements are something that are very popular in the news right now with everything happening with NAFTA, so this is very topical. Absolutely, um, which that does keep us on our toes, by the way. Yeah. Um, while, you know, we we try to keep as current as possible, we, we 
you know, we're covering all of the different um, options and opportunities for them, and, and we're able right. to consult and, and kind of, you know, help them maneuver as they're hearing all of these updates in the news. So, Absolutely. you know, that's, it's, it's been, it's, it's an exciting time in compliance these yes, days. I would imagine. So, but yeah, so ultimately that's why our customers, um, seek to um, participate in that in that side of the business with us or or whether it be internally or with us there's some you know variances in how they want to move forward and we're quite flexible to meet whatever needs that they have um, you know it, it might be as minimal as they only need us to solicit um, they might do their own qualifications or they don't need qualifications because they're sure. working with just pass-through parts. Maybe they're not doing any manufacturing. And yeah. so they'll contract with us and say, you know, hey, I just need you to reach out to my supply base and, and, and solicit these trade agreements. And um, we do solicit all, uh, all of the U.S. trade agreements, all of the Mexico trade agreements, and all of the Canadian trade agreements. And we do have the capabilities to expand as needed. Um, so yeah, it's wonderful. Um, when we are doing the qualification for our customers, uh, we do work with their bills of material. We work with costed bills of material. Uh, we have the technical staff uh, on hand that helps them. Uh, often we have to help them figure out how to pull all of that information together and we help them set up their program and, you know, get them going and move them into an automated environment. We do have uh, software that we use uh, it's called trade base uh, is that's our qualification and solicitation solution and we do wow. have a web portal that uh, vendors can log into and complete our requests through there great and uh, we also will respond when asked to for our customers customer requests great and that often drives our workload in terms of you know which bills of material we need to qualify which uh, vendors we need to go solicit so, you know, the workload flows in, in many different directions, mm-hmm. but we are fully able to accommodate uh, whatever's needed. When I'm hearing all this, I'm thinking, you know, as a business owner, I can't imagine um, how much having these services would take the pressure off and the concern about free trade agreements and compliance and making sure that you're keeping everything as it should be. Uh, you know, you had spoke about the importance of outsourcing this, and it, this is making it very clear to me just why it's so important to have a professional. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm biased. This is my, my business. Absolutely. This is what I do. Um, and I, I see so many importers that truly struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been saddled, for lack of better words, with this responsibility, and they, they don't really know exactly how they're supposed to maneuver. They just know that it's been mandated that they do and they do the very best they can, and, and we work with them, you know, when they reach out or when we are able to identify. Maybe that maybe it's a brokerage client, and and we have some visibility, and we can reach out to them and say, you know, let, let us offer you training, let us, you know, help you where we can, or identify yeah. some opportunities for you. And that's a, that's a lot of um, th- that speaks to the customer service side of the house, and Absolutely. and how we try to build those relationships that are truly beneficial for our customers. Absolutely. Let's talk about solicitation a little bit more. Can you give me some details on solicitation? Yeah, so in general, what we do for our customers is, um, you know, it, it might be that they provide us a list of parts and vendors and say, please go solicit these, or they're driven from their bills and material, and we determine what's mm-hmm. needed for the qualifications. But uh, one of the values that, that we offer to our customers, because that is such a time-consuming 
part of this process mm-hmm. that most of our customers just don't have the time and resources to 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 to, to you know to deal I don't with. I think so because I mean that would be reaching out, making sure you're getting the exact right person to talk to waiting for them to send it back. I think we've all been stuck in email chains like that of waiting for the exchange of information to happen. So I can see why that would be absolutely. so beneficial. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. What we do there is um, we reach out to them. And we, as I said, we have a, a you know a software solution, trade base, and we have a web solution. So the vendors, we, we will reach out to them through our software and we will follow up with phone calls and we walk them through our process. We try to make our process as easy as possible. I know that mm-hmm. everyone loves working on a portal and wa- yeah. working through software. And some people are very resistant to it, but we try yeah. to make it as user-friendly as possible. And we will, you know, sit on the phone and, mm-hmm. and call and troubleshoot and do whatever we need to do to make that as a, a simple, you know, simplified process as possible. One of the other benefits of doing that is not only do we collect it through a portal, we're able to audit um, you know, make sure that everything is in alignment, that, you know, uh, you know, all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted and everything is as it should be for our clients. And, and often we see that we have um, the same part that might be going to multiple locations for our client. And rather than having these isolated processes where each facility is going out, we're able to consolidate that and yeah. reach out once, you know, and and here's another really cool thing about our software. I think it's a really cool thing. Um, you know, our, our clients can come in. They can retract a certificate that they've already submitted if there's been a change on their side. They can submit amendments. They can they can take it from the previous year because we solicit every year, every blanket year. You have to resolicit. And they can they can take that back and they can look at what they produce you know pr- provided uh, the previous year if they provided a document in the previous year and they can make sure that everything is exactly the same and rather than go through all of the steps again they can resubmit uh, under a new bl- blanket year of course wow. they have to sign off new and verify that all of the information is still correct um, you know there's they've done all of their due diligence on their side, they've done their, you know, their review, their qualifications, whatever it is that they need to do on their side. But if nothing's changed from last year to this, yeah. it's really just flipping that cert over for the year and, and we have that capability. So that that's a really cool feature that we have. And again, the benefit there is that, you know, we are working with the vendors and, and that takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. energy and resources away from our customers. Yeah. And we want to see our customers focus on what it is that they do and letting them be the best at what they're good at mm-hmm. and while we're doing the best at what we're good at to support them. And I think that that's the cool thing uh, I see about a lot of Buckland services is, you know, we're handling a lot of the tricky things that let them free up their time to run their business mm-hmm. and make it as best as they can and let them focus on what they're good at. Absolutely. There is one other um, area that I think it's not necessarily unique but it is definitely a value add for our customers and our vendors uh, or their vendors I should say Um, when when we're performing the classification for our customers we solicit with that classification and so when a a vendor returns a certificate and they they didn't agree Mm -hmm. with that classification or they submitted a different classification 
we then take that on behalf of our customers and we'll we'll take the lead on that and we'll do the investigation and we'll work with that vendor and and we'll you know show them our audit trail and the information that we've had available to us and, and talk to them about where they believe it might be different and and get it to the point where we're either they change it and update their certificate so that everything is in checks and balance across, you know, for the for the border yeah. cross parts if it's a border cross. Or um, we'll go back to our customer and we'll say, hey, you know what, we've reviewed their documentation and with their information, we agree, they're correct. And would you, would you like to change and we'll update the audit trail. And sometimes that happens. It's not, as, as, mm-hmm. it's not that often, but it does happen where the customer, our customer, doesn't have the most current information from the vendor. Sure. So we really do act as a mediator in many cases and we're able to facilitate that dialogue and bring resolution that they might not otherwise have. Great. That's excellent. That is a lot of great information, and I hope that it's given our listeners a good overview of the compliance services that are available to to customers and how it can benefit them. I know just going through this conversation between the two of us, I've learned a ton. Um, So thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise today, Michelle, and I hope we'll be able to uh, talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That's the Beyond Borders podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for resources related to international trade, visit the Buckland website at buckland.com and check out the learning guide section for downloadable resources ranging from IncoTerms reference charts, tips for avoiding border delays, things to keep in mind when choosing a broker, and more please feel free to reach out to us by visiting the Contact Us page at buckland.com for more information or to receive a quote today. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Borders podcast and be sure to subscribe for more great conversations about importing, exporting, and everything else in the world of logistics and international trade.